Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm taking calls and talking about why it's time to stop faking orgasms and get the pleasure you deserve, as well as some tips to help you get there. Topics include less faking pleasure and more real satisfaction. What to do when you keep feeling lightheaded after sex. Why some men like to share their partners with other men. And can a relationship survive after a betrayal? All this and more. Thanks for listening. Here's a listener email I recently received, and let me tell you, it's not the only one of its kind. Hi, Emily. I'm a 38-year-old single mom who wants to get back on the dating scene, but I'm terrified. I've been dealing with bladder leakage and actually started wearing pads every day just to be safe. Between the leaking and the pads, I'm totally insecure about spontaneous intimacy with a new partner. How can I move past this? Well, first, let me tell you that she's not alone. It's actually estimated that 40 million women use pads every day for bladder leaks. Young, old, with, without kids. But let me tell you, there's nothing to be ashamed of. There are solutions though, and it's not just pads. The Apex by Pormois is an affordable device that uses gentle electrostimulation to create an extremely effective Kegel workout automatically. Not only does a strong pelvic floor help prevent the old sneeze and pee situation, it can increase the strength and frequency of your orgasms, which should also help make you want to get intimate again. Similar to the intensity that I've spoken about for years, the Apex delivers the same results without the rabbit vibrator functions, making it the perfect option for women who are sensitive to stimulation. To start using an Apex and stop relying on pads, visit pourmoi.com slash Emily. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com slash Emily. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, check out sexwithemily.com. See all of our blogs and posts that will help you have better sex and relationships. Please check out our podcast. If you're not subscribed, we love that. That helps us. That helps you. You can also find me on SiriusXM Radio, Stars Channel 109. I am there Monday through Friday from 5 to 7 Pacific, 8 to 10 East. And they repeat it again a few hours later. It's amazing, you guys. I'm loving doing the show on Sirius. This is actually a best of from the week. Let me know what you think of it. And you get a free 30-day trial. If you're into that, visit sexwithemily.com slash SXM. Or you can still call us during the week when we're on the air, 888-947-8277. As always, find us on all social media at Sex with Emily across the board. It is a good time. Enjoy the show. So anyway, while I was lying in bed, this morning listening to the rain which we don't get a lot of thunder and lightning and rain it's just really comforting and I was reading this article and it kind of pissed me off to be honest and it was talking about how men feel more satisfied when their partner gets off in bed which is great right I was like oh this is good men show you know this percentage of men show that they're really excited when their part female partners have orgasms but then I kept reading, 
and said, it's not necessarily that they're happy their partner got off and got pleasure, but because they felt more masculine, they felt more manly, like I did that. And now just to say that that this article did skew younger, it was like 25-year-old men was the average age. And so then I had another uptick in my heart. I felt better <laughs> and I thought, oh, well, I believe that men do mature and women, God knows. We mature over time and we realize that we really want, we truly want our partners to have happiness and joy and orgasms. But, you know, there's, I've been thinking about this because we do, I read so many studies and I've been studying this for a long time and after reading that, it made me realize that so many people aren't really caring about female orgasms, including women, in the sense of it's misunderstood because we want them, we desire them. But the way that we go about them can be really confusing to women because we're told that, well, first of all, from like what we learn, very little we learn in sex education, let's say we learn through porn or movies, we mostly see women having orgasms through penetration. Like, mm. Like we're talking about heterosexual sex. Let me do a side note here that there's been so many great studies lately that show that people in same-sex relationships have way more, women, so women who are lesbians, with other women, obviously, they have way more orgasms. Like they have orgasms off the charts. Yeah, I think it's like, up, it's like 85% it's like 85% of the time they're orgasming. Right. So so then it goes to show you that women, the good news here is that we can have orgasms. We just want, my job on the planet is to make sure that women figure out their own bodies and what feels good and they go after their orgasms they they like realize that it's not necessarily going to come through penetration and then the other thing i got re-angered like re re-agitated about this morning was that i kind of had a loss for the younger my younger self in my 20s which really did think that i really believed that something was wrong with me because i wasn't having that orgasm that way and i thought that my like i was having orgasms during masturbation but i thought like something was broken that I didn't have an orgasm in a normal way. And so, or in the normal way, that was the right way. And so, but now I realized in a way it served me because it drove me into this career where I was like, I will have orgasms. I will not fake it. So um, I know there are plenty of people out there who do care about their partner's orgasms. But again, I didn't realize it until later in life. And that's why I always say like, and this goes for men too. Your orgasm, your pleasure is your responsibility. And of course you got to talk about it, work on it with your partner. But here's something for women I, we wanted to share today. And I love these tips because the way we can close the orgasm gap, as it were, we talk a lot about the orgasm gap on the show, which is like a real gap. And that is that, you know, men are more likely to orgasm during sex or men orgasm. It's like six minutes, seven minutes. And women take like 18 to 22. Right. So there's that gap. And how do we close that gap? So let me let me go through some specific tips here that might help you out because some of these I'm like I'm so glad I'm seeing my guy tonight because I'm going to do some of these grinding like you forget even though I know all the tips so listen to these you guys well first of all let me say this we have to stop faking orgasms it is sabotaging our sex lives as women and the reason I get why we do it like women fake orgasms because we realize a we're just not going to get there it's not going to happen pounding away whatever is going on we just know and we just end it there but more often we do it because we don't want our partners to feel bad that they don't get us there we know it's not going to happen and we know that guys can be oriented towards feeling great when our partners do so they're going to feel bad and then we're gonna have to explain it and then we feel something's wrong with us that we can't like we don't think it's their fault yeah it's kind of it's kind of a crazy thing to be like 
I'm going to fake this orgasm to make you feel like you pleased me so that you feel good. Cause then I'll feel good about the fact that you feel good. But right. at the same time, I'm like, but we're not getting an orgasm. Right. So it's, it just, it doesn't make sense. But in the female brain, cause most of us do it. Like it makes sense for some reason. It makes sense in that moment. Right. In that moment, we just, we, it's like a quick fix, but it's really not because I think it's also, it's bad for us, but it's also bad for your partners. Cause then your partners are thinking, Oh, I am the king of the universe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I just got this. I can't believe how many orgasms she's had. I had a woman on my show years ago. Like it was one of my first shows. So like 14 years ago. And she was like, I have to confess something to Emily. I'm like, what? What? She's like, not only do I fake orgasms, I fake multiple orgasms. So she got into this thing with a guy she was dating and she had to fake it three times each time she had sex. So how like, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> Like, she's like, ah, ah, I'm coming. Wait, here it goes again. And she did it on the air. And I was like, oh, my, oh my God. God. And then that guy was just like, I am so good. My penis is magic. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's terrible. It is terrible. Can you imagine what, what a pickle she got herself into? So um, The wrong pickle. The wrong pickles. <laughs> she had the wrong pickles. Too many pickles. I don't know. But but like, I think that my point here is let's rethink <laughs> So many pickles, so Sorry. little time. Oh, we are having way too much fun here today. Maybe it's the rain. I don't know. So I think changing the way that you think that you're supposed to orgasm with your partner is going to help you make it happen more often. And we did talk. I loved yesterday's show. If you guys missed it, it'll be on the app about the myths that we talked a lot about myths. And this mm-hmm. was one of the top myths. And this is how sex is going to happen. It should just happen this way. But I realized like we told you a bunch of myths, but now I'm going to give you some tips to get those orgasms. And don't worry, guys, this is going to benefit you too. I promise. So this is more about using a penis and your pelvis as a woman as as a pleasure tool in his pelvis. So it's rubbing and stimulating your clitoris with and against his appendage. Mm. Appendage. I'd rather just say penis. But his appendage. <laughs> um, okay. So and this is not selfish at all. I mean, actually, I would love guys. You know, call in with any of your comments on this and any of your questions. Triple eight nine four seven eight two seven seven. But I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that. Your partner, let's say if you're with a guy, he's going to be psyched that you get off. And so we're going to teach you how to take it. So how to get that orgasm. So first of all, think about what you actually need. And you might not even know yet what kind of position you need. Like, But there's certain, like, so try it out. There's certain positions, techniques, there's certain pressures and paces and headspace that you need to be in to get that orgasm. So you got to be proactive. You got to like go after it. So like, how do I put pressure on my clitoris? Like, how do I do what? How do I move in a way that I need to to have an orgasm? And hopefully you have a partner. I'm not saying this is like on the down low. Like you're not telling them. Like that I think, you're doing it. Yeah. Like you're not like I'm going to use your penis secretly as my own private dildo <laughs> appendage, like super appendage. No, we're not saying that. We're saying like actually, it's great if you have a partner. You can talk. You know to this you can talk to them about this but think about this instead of him penetrating use his penis as a masturbatory masturbatory tool so if you're on top use lots of lube you should always use so much lube i haven't mentioned lube yet today so use lots of lube <laughs> i know it's been 10 minutes and it's no been lube 10 talk. minutes and oh has it been 10 minutes already look at the time flies when you haven't <laughs> talked about lube 
So use lots of lube and um, sliding up and down, letting it rub against your clitoris when you're on top. So you don't have to even do penetration. So you could just rub your clitoris back and forth. Oh, okay. So you're saying that like the the woman, she's sitting on top of the penis, but the penis is not inside of her. Exactly. Okay. So you're still getting that clitoral stimulation with lube because that's going to help you even get more lubricated. And even if you're lubricated, it's going to keep you there. And you're rubbing, yeah, you're, you're letting it rub against your clitoris. So if he's on top, see, I like this one because for me, this is a lot of ways I learned to orgasm. If he's on top, for many women, keeping their legs squeezed tightly shut well, you're well, you're like your legs are closed. You're on the bottom, and he's rubbing his pre-lubed penis on top of you. So he's still entering. I love this pre-lubed penis um, <laughs> between your legs and your vulva, grazing the clitoris. So there's no penetration with those techniques, if that makes sense. So you're just using it. It's your toy. It's your thing. And then we also talk about um, you could penetrate in stages. So a big theme here that we talk about often is that sex isn't linear. It shouldn't just be one thing, and it's probably not the way you've always been having sex. So this is about using controlled thrusts that allow for a deeper penetration of the G-spot. So the G-spot is that internal orgasm that you can have. Mm -hmm. So I think, again, this is how I used to think you have sex. I don't, you know, probably in porn or however I saw it is that when I was on top, I was supposed to keep going up and down. You know, you see him bouncing up and down and rubbing back and forth and back and forth. This is more about, which makes total sense, you jump on top, put the head of his penis inside of you, you stop, and then in a smooth motion, you slide to the bottom of a shaft. So you're sliding back. Mm. So you put it in, and then you're on top, and you slide. And then you slowly mm. pull, pull up again. Does this make sense? Yeah. I often don't talk about positions a lot because I feel like it can be, I mean, I do, but I feel like it can be confusing for people. But what I'm saying is, so you're on top, you're sliding forward, and then you stay there for 10 seconds while you're grinding, but you are pumping your kegel muscles. Yes. So that is a key factor. For women, we talk a lot about doing your kegels to have, you know, I have an iPhone app called Kegel Camp. That's how fiercely important I think they are to remind you to do them. So you squeeze those muscles. It's those P-stopping muscles when you stop and start the flow of urine. So that's what they are. And you squeeze it around his shaft when you're on top. Just the head of the penis, slide back down, squeeze, slide back up. So it's a, and the reason why this works is because the G spot doesn't necessarily get stimulated by a thrusting fast in and out. Mm-mm. It's more of a deeper. So by like slowing down your sex and using your kegel muscles, like while you're on top and squeezing, squeezing at the top, squeezing at the bottom, it feels great for the guy, feels great for you. I'm taking mental notes. Are you? Does this, right? Right? No, I mean, I wish you could see her like hand I'm movements like, are like perfectly doing it. Here. Doing it. This is when we should have the Instagram live. We had one last night, you guys. It's at Sex with Emily. I think it's still up if you want to check it out. But we will be doing that more often. So, um, and then there's the um, holding. Okay, so another thing is if you want to hold your partner's bottom. So let's say he's on top of you. Because I love missionary. I got to be honest. Missionary gets a bad rap for being boring and stuff. But if he's, and I don't think it is. Because there's so many variations. Like we were talking, put a pillow under your butt. To lift you mm-hmm. up, there's different angles, there's different motions, there's different pressures. But when he's on top of you, you can grab his butt and pull him close to you. Like pull him closer into you because what we're talking about is getting more of that clitoral pressure that we all need for orgasm. We require it. And that's why we're not having the orgasms oftentimes during intercourse. Mm-hmm. Why only 20 to 30% of women do. So these are all positions to get that clitoral stimulation. I don't think I 
touched my clitoris for the first four years of having sex to be completely honest never touched it and did you have orgasms no so there you so go then, and then you figure <laughs> right because we didn't who tells us we just thought it was a magical penis and vagina and then fireworks no exactly and i was having good sex like i always enjoyed penetration i just didn't I just, I think I fooled myself. I'm like, yeah, I'm orgasming. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. Right. But I, I wasn't really until I felt one and I was like, oh. Oh, oh I get it. Hello, orgasm. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the um, climaxing. You know, when you want to climax when he's inside of you, it's really about um, if you want that, have your partner get you out first. So it's lots of oral. It's using your toys, using your fingers. And maybe you already, women already have an orgasm or they're about to have an orgasm and then penetrate. Mm-hmm. So again, comes back to foreplay and the cl- it all comes back to the clitoris. Because I'm going to be honest here. Sometimes I want to rename the G spot. Like the small C spot or something. Because mm-hmm. it's connect. a lot of it is connected in nerve endings. So a lot of women who might think they're having an internal, it could just be because there's the nerve endings inside. Clitoris, clitoris 2.0. Clitoris 2.0. Thank you. That's a good one. So lots of lube, lots of clitoris, lots of fun things, and a vibrator. All right, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're on to your calls. If you've learned anything from me and from listening to this show, variety is the spice your sex life needs. So that's where I come in. But I know it can be overwhelming because I talk about so many toys and products and tips all the time that knowing where to start isn't easy. So I'm excited because I've teamed up with Good Vibrations to bring you my all new subscription box that has a selection of products I handpicked just for you. So every quarter, I'll send you a new collection to keep things fresh. This month, it's my winter warm-up collection featuring a fun selection of goodies that will definitely keep you busy this winter. You'll get a massage candle, warming lip gloss, which is fun for oral too, P.S., some super fun bondage tape. I love bondage tape. If you haven't tried it, oh my God. And an awesome rabbit vibe with lube. There's even a little greeting card you can leave behind for your partner to let them know you're ready for action. Once you sign up, we'll send you your first box and it's all a really good deal. You'll save up to $50 compared to buying everything separately. Plus, you know you won't get anything that I haven't tried, tested, and isn't at the top of my personal list. To get started, just go to sexwithemily.com slash box. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash B-O-X to start your subscription today. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me in Stars Channel 109 Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash SXM. That's sexwithemily.com slash SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there. Okay, we have Lexi, who's 23 in Oklahoma, and she has a question about her female friend being in a relationship with a gay guy. All right. Hey, Lexi. Hey, Emily. Hey. Um, so, my best friend, she has been with this guy for two years now, and about a year into the relationship, um, she finds out that he's been cheating on her with multiple men. Mm. Okay. So, in your opinion, do these relationships, do they, 
usually work out or like no i, I mean, mean is it possible god i mean he sounds like he's probably bisexual which means that yeah. he wants to be with men and women. Of course, that can anything can work out if both parties are on board. What is what does your friend think, Lexi? Does she think he's going to get over it, so, or does she? Yeah, I don't know. They're trying to work it out and everything, but every time she tries to talk to him about it, he just he completely shuts the conversation down. And there's been several times when they're trying to have sex, and she's just not feeling into it. She's not feeling a connection. And he says that he's not cheating anymore, but there's been several times when she comes home. And, she, well, she was gone for two weeks. She came back. And she's in the bed. And when she confronted him about it, he said that he had just masturbated with it. Because oh, wait. it was easier cleanup. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't feel so, good about this guy. I feel like he's dishonest. He's lying. It's not even about the fact that he's, you know, with other men. It's that he's he's lying to her. And honestly, when people cheat, there's a lot of work to be done around it. There's a lot of talking and rebuilding trust. And so, I mean, your friend, is she also 23, your age? I mean, she's young. She's probably her first boyfriend, maybe her first serious thing. And it's really hard to get out of those early relationships. But this sounds really unhealthy to me. He's probably bisexual. Yeah. and that's, You don't stop that. It's not like you can quit, right? <laughs> like if he's into right. men, he's into men. There's nothing wrong with that. If he turned to your friend and said, you know what, sweetie? I love you, but I'm bisexual. I need to also be with men. Then she can make a decision. But right now it just sounds like he's dishonest. And, you know, that's really hard to to, to deal with. And I, I would suggest that your friend tries to get him to, you know, I, it doesn't sound like it's a healthy relationship to me. Yeah. I'm not sure what she's getting out of it okay. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have her call too, but right? right? Don't you think so, Lexi? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Sex with well, Emily. I appreciate it. Sure. Have a great night. Have your friend call back in, but you know, I'm pretty open. I like hearing both sides and very rarely like just dump that person. But to me, if you're dishonest and you're not even admitting the dishonesty, that is just, that's not cool. You got to keep, keep talking, you guys. Remember, rebuilding trust, all these things is not just a quick, I'm sorry, babe. No, you got to work on it. Relationships um, take work and talking and honesty, especially. Jennifer, who's 30 in New Jersey, needs some advice for after she has her baby. All right. Hey, Jennifer. Hi. Hi. Congratulations when you do. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, he's 11 months old now. So. Oh, 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 I thought you were about to. Okay, got it. All right. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> okay, so now. I got it. So Tell now. me. So yeah. now. Still uh, congratulations, so but yeah. Beforehand. Thank you very much. Um, beforehand, our chemistry was amazing. It was like three times a day. And we had a long-distance relationship, so we had a lot of catching up to do, so <laughs> it was very good. So, um, but now that we're together and stuff, so after the baby, it's, well, first of all, you're exhausted and everything. Yeah. But um, for some reason, and I don't know what it is, every, I mean, I'm probably going to go to the doctor and ask him, mm-hmm. but um, when we're done, I don't know if I'm getting up too quickly, but I get lightheaded, nauseous. Mm. My, I feel like I'm going to pass out. I'm like, so every time I do it, I'm like so nervous afterwards. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, that's so So then we only do it like probably like every couple months. And it's not good. Oh, you mean every time you have sex. So are you in a certain position? Yeah. Are you having orgasms? Um, I, 
Yeah, yeah, I am, but I never was like that before the baby. Okay, so, so you're and where is I don't it? Know. Yeah, I don't know either. And God, you know, after you have a baby, everything changes, right? Like your whole body. It's a different I know place. your whole body is just not the same. Yeah, no, and I'm glad you're having sex though, and you're actually like 11 months, you know, after. Like I thought you were going to say, oh, we haven't been able to have sex, but to me, I would just talk to your doctor. There's so many things going on, right? With hormones, are you still yeah. breastfeeding? No, I stopped that. Okay. Are you drinking a lot of water? It could be dehydration. You might be exhausted. I mean, water is a miracle, I'm telling you. Like, I can feel That's it when I'm drinking water. I haven't been drinking enough. Yeah. I mean, it could just be, are you, are you extra? Also, here's the other thing. Are you exercising in any other way? No. All right. And I need to get back into it. Right, right. <laughs> so your heart rate's up, and it's just literally, it's you're panting. You're doing something that you haven't probably done in a while. So that might happen if you went to the gym That's as true. well. So definitely get checked out by your doctor for sure. But it sounds like I, this isn't common. Like, I thought, if, you know, sometimes it's hormones. But this just sounds like you might be, you know, a little out of shape right now. So drink water. Get out yeah, walking. Yeah. You know? But I would keep having the sex. That's true. Yeah. That's what I think. Do some exercise at home, too, you know? There's some great exercise videos. Any, 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. And I was just wondering, any advice to, like, spark it up again? Yeah, you know, what, what I love that you said was things were so hot in the beginning, because that's great. Because, I mean, a lot, and that it was up hot right before the baby. You can tap back into that stuff. So do you remember what were some of those things? Like, to spice it up would be... You know, it's such a it's such a case by case basis, but I think it's either talking about your fantasies, stuff that you've been wanting to try that you haven't yet. Getting some sex toys in the mix are so fun if you've never tried toys. Some giving each other. Yeah, massage. no, we never did that. Yeah, massage toys are great. If you know, a lot of people are like, oh, we don't need it. Like it's a problem. No, it's just something extra. It's a little bit. It's fun. We've got great stuff That's on our true. site. Yeah, just I mean, honestly, like talking dirty, watching porn together. Like one of these things would probably, I'm sure, would spice it up. Remembering, you know, recalling some things you guys did in the past and talking about it. Like, remember that time we blank? That can be really hot, too. Okay. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. I'll be here for you. Talk to you later. Thanks, Jennifer. Just take it easy. Drink some water, some working out. Thanks for listening. Okay. We have Dan, who is 59 in Florida, and he has always wondered why he enjoys sharing his wife with other men. All right. Hey, Dan. Thanks for calling. Hello. 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 Hello, Dan. I'm here for you. I'm here. It's Emily. Yeah. Can you? Yeah, hear me? I was just uh, curious uh, as to why um, I enjoy sharing my wife and look forward to it, and she does as well. But uh, I just thought, you know, um, hmm. to be normal, maybe I shouldn't <laughs> uh, enjoy sharing no. my wife. Well, with hey. Let's remember the only normal thing about sex is that like literally nothing is that 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 we're all going to have questions and think we're not normal. Like I, I've come to that fact that that there there's always going to be something. You're told Dan that's com- common or there's many men who enjoy that. Um that have like their wife it's called cuckolding. You want to watch your wife with somebody else and and she's down with it. So I don't see the problem here but you're wondering the why. So there's different theories yeah, around it. It could be why, because you, it's really hot for you to see your wife get pleasure from someone else. It's also like a weird, there also could be some kind of self-deprecating thing. Like maybe he's, you in your mind, you perceive him as more virile than you or hotter than you. And it's sort of like this, it feels so bad, feels so good thing that a lot of men explain about cuckolding. Um, maybe you guys talk about it after and you find that really hot. You tell me, Dan. 
But there's not a problem here. If she's on board, you're on board, the partners no. are on board. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's no, uh, what you say, problem. Uh, no, not at all. No regret. Cool. Uh, type of thing. Uh, uh, but I just thought, you know, it just didn't seem to be normal that I should enjoy it so much. No. And, uh, um, we we shared together and uh, um, is you know if they're she's comfortable with a person um, they can meet alone right. uh, you know and I've had her uh, when she's met with people to uh, um, call on the phone and kind of give me a, a play by play type of situation is really really enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, this fantasy that people have has been along a long time, as long as marriage and sexuality. Like, this is an age-old fantasy that people have, and it's way more common than you think. This is why I love that I have this show, because, Dan, you get to call in and find out that it's totally totally common. Like, people have these fantasies, and there's not a problem with it, especially the way you're doing it. Your wife's cool, the other partner's cool, so it's been around a long time, and I can't tell you why you specifically do, but it's a very common fantasy. And so, like I said, it could be for a lot of reasons. Only you can tell me, but um, why it feels hot to you. But I actually don't think that there's a problem with it. So I think that we all like idealize monogamy and think monogamy is the only answer. But for many people, that is not the case. And so for you, even though you're monogamous, this is the one way you guys step out. So or whatever you guys do, I think it's fine. If you're not worried about it, I'm not worried about it. Or I'm not worried about it if that makes you not worried about it. <laughs> All right, thanks, all right, Dan. Well, thank you. Okay, thanks for calling Sex with Emily. Sometimes I'm just going to be here to tell y'all it's all okay. Things are normal. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons why people are into cuckolding and people mm-hmm. think, oh, I'm so shocked. That's so crazy. I could never imagine it. I would never want my wife to be with another man. Well, guess what? It's not for you. But for some guys, you know, you have to come from a solid ground in your relationship. You want to make sure that there's like deep integrity and there's communication and honesty and trust and you discuss boundaries. And like we said, there's a lot of different reasons why it could be hot. You know, it could be just that you see them get, like I said, you can see them getting off it. You know, there's a lot of different reasons. So I think you're all doing fine yeah. so far today. I think people too, they just have a, um, <laughs> they just, they feel like it's wrong that they're so okay with it. Well, right. Well, it's like, but it's like, you should feel great because you're so secure in your relationship yeah. that you're down for this. Because like a lot of people can never reach that level well, right. of security. Well, this is what I'm exactly, and this is what I'm hoping that people listening are like, oh, okay, well, Dan can do it. Like, he's literally like doing something that would be so ripe, um, rife with problems and fears and could break relationships apart. And so I think that, um, I think this show is hopefully inspiring people to kind of take that next step into trying something different in bed or to calling calling me and figuring out, oh, is this, is this okay? Because how would Emily say we should go about this? And How can we change our life? I just want people to have better sex. Is that too much? All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this show. Let us know what you think. Thanks to my team, Ken, Samantha, intern Michelle, producer Jamie, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. 